everyone. Welcome to another episode of the State Champs Swing Away podcast. As always, I'm Jenna Rose, joined by Total Softball's Donnie Dreyer and Brian Chittister of College Bound Jocks. Brian and I switched places today. He's joining us virtually, but you're down in Florida shooting some videos. How's that going? It's amazing right now, but it's hot. Boy, it's it's over. It's like 91 degrees at, at 12:30 today, and uh, uh, we got to shoot at two o'clock. So I'll be as soon as the podcast is over, I'm running out to the ball field, and hopefully, don't rain on us. Man, well, good luck. Donnie and I are definitely <laughs> jealous here in Michigan. Yeah, but at least now we're you know we're starting. They're talking upper 60s and 70s, so we should have some great softball this week. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how the kids do. Well, we're in Michigan, so I don't always trust the weather, but <laughs> I'm sure everybody will tough it out. On today's episode, we will discuss a change in the top 10 total softball player of the year race, also have some updates on the watch list, and we'll also dive into some key players on the Michigan High School Softball Coaches Association team rankings, how that can potentially affect them, as well as some shout-outs. But before we get started, State Champs Michigan Swing Away podcast is presented by Lawrence Technological University. Recruit yourself to to one of two dozen varsity-level sports, including softball at Lawrence Tech. Simply log on to l2athletics.com and click the Recruit Yourself link. Swing Away is also brought to you by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. The MHSAA needs officials. Go to mhsaa.com. Great part-time pay. Stay connected to the game. Support the kids and give back and get paid. Help wanted, just whistle. Go to mhsaa.com officials. We're also brought to you by the pros at the Detroit Medical Center's Physical Therapy and Sports Medicine Pros. Check out our Game Changer segments with helpful injury prevention and recovery tips. Find them on our State Champs YouTube page or on our website, statechampsnetwork.com, or on the State Champs Michigan social media channels. And for immediate access to care, go to dmc.org slash gamechangers. And the Detroit Athletic Club Foundation's Male and Female High School Athlete of the Year Awards. The state's elite athletes will be honored with a red carpet gala on Monday, June 14th at the Incredible DAC in downtown Detroit. This year's nominees have been announced, so for more information, head over to dacathleteoftheyear.com. Now, to everybody's favorite part, we're going to go on to the top 10 total softball player of the year race. And Johnny, we have a major change. Johnny, Donnie, Donnie, Donnie. Hey, Johnny, Johnny's my middle name, so you're real close. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, we do have a change. Um, Kelsey Nader and her great fan base is going to come off the list. Kelsey's having a great year. I mean, she's hitting almost 500. Recently broke up a, a perfect game that Avery Wolverton was throwing. Um, but there's some kids just put out numbers that we can't ignore. So... Um, you know, Brian, I think it's going to be commonplace that we're going to see changes in the top 10 weekly, at least for the, for the next uh, few weeks. And um, one of those ones that are, that are going to come on the list is a, a kid that we've been tracking from Odsego, a senior, Kendra, Kendra Vanderlook. She is killing. I mean, she's a pitcher and uh, doing a great job pitching, but she really makes her money um, at the plate. She's got 15 home runs in a limited season. When you look at... Uh, the state record is 26, and right now I mean, they're playing about half, maybe three-quarters of the games they normally do, and she's, she's still got a shot at breaking that record. Her slugging percentage is near 1,500, and she's driven in almost 50 runs. So, um, Brian, I know you know Kendra, and she's someone that absolutely deserves to be on the top 10. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about uh, Kendra being on the list. I definitely represent the west side of the state, so that's important. We're getting a, a good uh, sampling of kids across the state, so uh, th that's always important. And I did want to mention, too, that there are a couple of other players out there on the west side of the state who we know are doing good, but we're just not getting in for any information from either their coaches or um, they're not on Game Changers. So if you're out there and you're looking to get you know some recognition, Get your coaches to contact us because that's the only way we're going to get the information and, and help move some kids up the list. Absolutely. More and more we're getting uh, people involved and in, in getting the stats, but uh, it, it's just a big help. We, we do a lot of research, but we can't get them all. There's a lot of kids and a lot of schools, and as we've always mentioned, uh, the, the purpose of this podcast and the, and the Total Softball Player of the Year Award is to give kids much-deserved recognition. And when we get assistance from, from coaches, advocates, even parents uh, will take that information because if, if you're if you're killing it, we want to make sure that you're getting shout outs and, and on the appropriate list. I just wanted to throw in that um, this is a really important um, uh, podcast and just to get the information out that we're doing on these players. I was contacted this week by a couple of Division One coaches regarding a couple of players on our top 10 list. So obviously college coaches are paying attention to what we're doing here in Michigan. And so you definitely want to be involved and uh, get us your information because clearly it's working. And if you want to send in your submissions for the top 10 race, all you need to do is email Donnie at D-O-N-N-Y-D-R-E-H-E-R 16 at gmail.com. And, you know, when we're talking about what goes into the list, big game performance is very key. So can you kind of give us a preview of what we're going to see this week for some games we should keep an eye out for? Yeah, absolutely. We're, you know, the numbers have been absolutely fabulous. And as we're looking at them, you know, we were probably 40 to 45 kids deep on our, on our watch list in top 10. And we're watching these numbers. Now what we're starting to see is, you know, the cream's starting to come to the top in terms of numbers. And I think that there's probably 15 to 17 kids that are starting to separate themselves um, with the numbers. But at some point, and that point is now, we're going to start to look more at the... Uh, the, the big game performances, the, the level of competition. When you're putting up those numbers and it's against a great pitcher or a pitcher, you know, getting out great hitters, those are going to start to carry the weight. And those, the big game performances, I think, is what's going to define our top ten and ultimately our, our final four before we we pick out a, a champion. And um, we know when we're talking about these teams, I know there are a few key players that are on the Michigan High School Softball Coaches Association team rankings. Can we kind of discuss what we're going to see from a few of those players and how that can impact the rankings? Yeah, you know, in a minute we'll get into some of the numbers, but when we talk about big game, big game performances, you, you definitely have an advantage if your team is a, is a ranked team because you're more than likely going to be playing in districts and regionals and quarterfinals. So you're going to have more opportunities to have big game performances. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of kids. When we just look at the Division One side, Brian, um, you know, Heartland is still uh, ranked number one of the, the latest uh, coaches poll that we have. And they've got three kids on that team. Um, Delaney Robinson right now, who's in our top ten. you got Kelsey Nader, who was in our top ten, but now on the watch list again. And then we also have Rachel Everett, the great pitcher. So there's three kids right there, one on the top ten, two on the watch list, that are going to have an opportunity. Um, Howell's the same way. I mean, Avery Wolverton, 
uh, right now is continues to put up great numbers. Um, she's pretty secure in the top ten. But again, being uh, the third ranked team in the state, most people are predicting you know how along with Heartland to make a long run into the tournament, and that means Avery's going to have a lot of chances not only on the mound um, but at the at the plate. South Lion East is another one that uh, really surprised me. I didn't think South Lion East, you know, was a top 10 team, but they're doing it with the bats. And that, that uh, I keep calling them a dynamic duel because we have a number of dynamic duels on, on different teams. Uh, but Alyssa Holo, who's on our watch list, and Lauren Saborski, who went on to the top 10 uh, last week, is continually doing well and again we'll get into their numbers a little bit but they're going to have some opportunities um, as well as Maggie Murphy our, our vote leader and Maggie's having a great number with the with the stats uh, Mercy I'm showing that they're ranked uh, they're ranked six uh, Megan Nectarline she's with uh, with Dakota who's ranked 10th and recently through a two-hit shutout against number seven Anchor Bay. Those are the things, Jenna, that we're talking about that I think are going to be key situations that if these kids can perform against those teams that they're going to secure themselves in the top ten and have a chance to, to win it all. And when we're just talking about the list, I'm just going to read through for Division One the rankings just sure. overall so we can see the teams. So in D1, at number one, it's Heartland, number two, Grand Blank, three, Howell, Fourth Granville, five South Lion East, sixth Farmington Hills Mercy, seven Anchor Bay, eight Regina, nine Allen Park, and ten Macomb Dakota. Now, if you want to go see the list, all you have to do is go to mhssca.com slash rankings. And I know when we're talking about our watch list, you're saying there are a lot of numbers that came up this previous week that you and Brian would like to discuss. Yeah, I mean, um, Numbers both on the top ten in in the watch list. Um, what I think what I'll do is uh I'll do I want to do a couple quick shout outs, Brian, and I and and you can do the same thing, just on kids that have recently come on on the watch list, and then Jenna, what I'd like to do is maybe work down the numbers a little bit on the top ten, and then we'll flow into the the watch list, and so we'll kind of talk about the top ten, and then the kids on the watch list that Brian and I think have an opportunity to to push the kids and have a chance to get into the top ten. Some of my shout outs this week um, from Notre Dame Prep. There's a there's a couple of kids that are really doing well. One is Jordan Smith. Uh, 2022 grad. She's a junior. She's committed to Central Michigan University. She's hitting over 600, scored 38 runs, 10 home runs, slugging percentage over 1,338 RBIs. Her teammate, and Brian, I know you know Elena well, but Elena Schwegman, uh, a senior shortstop, Notre Dame prep, understand from her high school coach that she recently committed to Rice. Elena is hitting 712. This is a kid that just came onto our radar. 42 runs, 9 home runs, 1,500 um, slugging percentage, and 28 RBIs. And as late as she's come onto our watch list, we're going to continue to track her. It, that, those are numbers that have a chance uh, to get in the, the top 10. And, and Brian, like I said, I, I think I, you know Elena. Um, great ball yep. player. And maybe the most impressive stat is a 35 ACT. <laughs> No, Elena is definitely a great player. She's a former CBJ, and so is Jordan Smith, both off that uh, Notre Dame prep team. What, what a surprise. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, and they, they play a good, healthy schedule as well. Uh, the uh, Elena has been, you know, being considered by a lot of the Ivy League schools and I guess just pulled the trigger on Rice, which is a, is a fantastic school, high academics, obviously with a 35 ACT, that's what you're looking for. But uh, unfortunately, Rice doesn't have a softball team, so I mean, she might be playing club down there. 
But, uh, yeah, a fantastic player, great infielder with a lot of power. Yeah, and then another one, Jenna, that's uh, really jumped onto the, the charts, and this is an uncommitted kid, which I, I can't believe, um, because a, a phenomenal athlete is Cameron Troyer from Centerville. She's a junior outfielder hitting over 700 based on our last stats that we have, five home runs, and this was over a fairly small sampling because uh, they they had some COVID issues and have not played as many games. But uh, Cam is is killing it again, Brian. Another kid that I uh, I think that you're familiar with. Just a great athlete, great outfielder, and um, she can hit bombs. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah, she's also a college bond jock uh, player. Uh, Cameron is, and uh, it, fantastic kid. I'm just uh, I'm also amazed that she's uncommitted. But I will say to a lot of the 2022s right now. I get phone calls literally weekly from Division One, Division Two coaches that let us know, hey, let your 2022s know we're still recruiting 2022s. Um, some Division One, there's a Division One school in the MAC committed any 2022s yet, so they're all going to be waiting for the first part of travel ball season to start. And obviously, when you're putting up great numbers for high school ball, that's always a good start. Uh, I'd make sure all those players are reaching out to coaches now because coaches are definitely building their lists of kids they want to see early this summer. So if you're having these kind of stats, you definitely want to be putting that in an email and sending it out to those coaches. Yeah, and, and I want to echo that. Now that the coaches know they can be out, I think they're holding off to they, you know, they see the light at the end of the tunnel. June 10th, they're going to be out there and they're going to be able to see these kids live. And um, I, I think you agree with me. When you look at Cam, she's definitely a D1, D1 athlete. Yeah. Great athlete, great athlete. She's got it all, speed, power, great arm. Everything about that kid is D1. Another shout-out, uh, Brian. I know that you've been uh, track, tracking Brooklyn Galdine. Tell me a little bit about her. Yeah, Brooklyn uh, goes to Oak Ridge, and she has just been doing a great job on the mound and at the plate. On the on the mound, she's 10-0. and 0. Um, I'm not sure if they've had any COVID issues, but they've got a couple good pitchers on that roster. So um, she's 10-0 and 0 on the mound. And uh, her uh, at the plate, she's just been doing a great job. She's got 43 RBIs, not, uh, nine home runs, and uh, she's just been doing a great, great job. And I know that there's definitely been some uh, coaches talking about her as well. I've had a couple conversations with coaches recently, uh, and there's been a little activity moving on her as well because she too is, uh, is a 2022. So I think that she'll be getting a little bit more uh, – recognition here coming up. Jen, if we can, I'd like to just take a glance at the at the top 10. We'll, we'll throw some numbers out and then Brian, you and I can talk about some kids that have a chance to break that top 10 because I'd be willing to guess that we're going to have more changes uh, next week. But looking at the top 10 who's been in there all year, Mandy Essman having another great year, year out of uh, uh, Gold Lake, still hitting over 550. Um, I've got her at five home runs and um, you know just a, a great defensive ball player and not only can she catch, she can play infield, she can play outfield. So Mandy's having a you know another great year uh, at Gull Lake. The kid that may be putting up some of the best numbers is uh, Avery Wolverton out of Howell, the pitcher. You know she's hitting over 430, 440, and you know got uh, six or seven home runs. But she's really setting the mark at, at at pitching. And and Brian, she's one that I look at that I think she's pretty she's solid in the top ten, and I think she has an excellent chance of being in the final four. The last numbers I show, 18-0, .55 ERA, and she struck out 209 batters in 89 innings. I think that's around 2.3 uh, batters per inning, so I'm just guessing that they're 
fielding percentage is really high too. <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming. <laughs> Another kid that I'm uh, finally going to have a chance to see is uh, Regan Bennett from uh, from Novi. They're going to be playing house. So I want to get out and, and see that game. But a great uncommitted pitcher, sophomore, struck out 153 in 68 innings, .44 ERA, and she's hitting over 500 with six home runs. So that's those are studly numbers. And again, another kid that just recently got into our top ten, but I think she's uh, I think she's pretty secure there. Yeah, definitely legit uh, with the numbers she's putting up. And I wish I wasn't in Florida right now because I'd love to be out there at that game today to see her as well. So, but I'm definitely going to get out to see her play, though, before this season's over. Yeah, we talked about Delaney Roberson, who came onto the, the list last week. Delaney's having another great year, a Kent State commit uh, going to Eric Oakley's program. But she's got competition, you know, with, with Zampa. Zampa continues to do well, and, and Rachel Everett, who's going to have an opportunity to pitch some big games. So Delaney's in the top 10, but she's got as much of a, a battle in her dugout as she does on our list. We talked about kids that play on high-profile teams, which uh, Kendall Klokak, Grand Blank right now is ranked number two, and, and she's a, one of the main reasons they are ranked two. But fine pitcher going to Purdue, averaging just better than two strikeouts per inning, uh, a .14 ERA. As we mentioned before, not a lot of power, but she's hitting over 550, so she's putting up uh, some great numbers. Maggie Murphy, by the vote alone, looks like she's going to be in our top four, but she's also doing it with the numbers uh, at Mercy, who's a Miami of Ohio commit, hitting 547, eight home runs, 40 RBIs, slugging percentage of over 1,200, and she scored over 30 runs. So Maggie has just been rock solid uh, at Mercy. And, and again, another kid that's on a team that's in the in the top 10. She's uh, Mercy right now is ranked sixth in um, Division One. Megan Nectarline, as we mentioned, uh, from Dakota, ranked 10th. Megan recently shut out Anchor Bay, as we had mentioned, um, and that's a big game performance. As we talked about it, you know, having great numbers is great, but we're going to really start to monitor that big game performance. And I think Megan's going to have multiple opportunities to do that. Just looking at the at the games that they have. And then the last two that we have on our, our top 10, Lauren Saborski has, you know, she started out fast and she's just gotten faster. So another kid that recently went onto our list, got her updated stats. She's hitting 600, 13 home runs, 32 RBIs, almost 1,500 slugging percentage, and showing some wheels too with, with four triples. So that's one of the reasons with the home runs and the triples why her slugging percentage is so high. But those are those are big numbers, and and they're end weighted, which means she's on a roll right now. So we'll continue to continue to watch her. And then maybe the maybe the best player in the state by a lot of people's uh, predictions, Lily Valamont, the junior from Trenton, hitting over 560. She's got my last stats is nine home runs, but I, I I'm not caught up for the last few games. So I wouldn't be surprised if she hasn't had a few more. And um, she's scoring 33 runs, and that's partially due to 16 walks. There's some teams that just aren't going to pitch to uh, Lily Valamont, but when they do, Brian, uh, she's she's uh, she's killing it. So those are the kids right now that are in the top 10, and kind of giving you an idea of what they're doing in uh, in terms of numbers. Uh, but we also have kids on the watch list that you know have a chance to you know potentially trump those kids. And those are the kids that we'll uh, we'll continue to watch. Did we mention Kendra? Yeah, so we, we mentioned that she's in, 
But, you know, my numbers show her hitting at 564, almost 1,500% slugging percentage, which, again, you see that number with our power hitters, the kids that are in our top 10. 15 home runs. And I, and I think we talked about that, you know, with the record being 26, it's still not out of her reach. Every time I pull up a stat, she's hitting a home run. And I think one of the most impressive uh, stats is that she's got almost 50 RBIs. And that's a big number. That's as high as we've seen on the, on the RBI side, Brian. Yeah, no, and 15 home runs. Is that uh, is that the leader right now in the state? I haven't seen anybody with higher than that. It's the highest I've seen. Um, Saborski's yeah. got 13. Uh, Holo, who we'll talk about in a minute, Alyssa Holo from um, South Lion East, has got 12. And then uh, Callie Hevelin, who has just put it into a second gear since we took her off the top 10, um, <laughs> is also at 13 home runs. So those are the kind of things that we... Uh, we like to see, but 15 right now, I think, is leading the state again. Unless we, there's somebody out there that we haven't gotten updated stats on. I will say somebody who's kind of lived through that home run race too. It's uh, when you're one of the top three or four players, that's a lot of pressure put on you because then at every at bat, you're thinking, man, I gotta, I gotta go yard or I gotta do something good because somebody's right on my tail. So if you keep performing with that kind of pressure on yourself, that's that's a good thing. Certainly. So let's talk, you know, we, we've said that our watch list has narrowed down. And uh, I just want to touch on some kids that are on the watch list that I think have an excellent chance of breaking the top ten and possibly making the, the final four. One we continue to talk about that she just hasn't quite made the top ten yet, and that's Alyssa Holo with South Lion East. You know, along with Saborski, they're, they're the two reasons why they're a ranked team. Latest stats on Alyssa, she's hitting 516. 33 runs. Oh, I said she had 12 home runs. She has 11 home runs, 36 RBIs, and a slugging percentage of over uh, 1,100. And then, um, you know, we don't talk defense very much, but there's nobody in the state of Michigan that I'm aware of that's got a quicker release and a stronger arm on the infield than Alyssa Holo. Coach Nito says that, I mean, she's throwing kids out by four and five steps, but they're not even close to the base. She's just uh, she's a great defender and she's got a great glove, but she's obviously doing it with the bat. So she continues to be very high on her watch list and, and just waiting for somebody to falter to get on. Another kid that's on our watch list that was in the top 10, Brian, is Ellie Sealer, another kid that I think you know really well, the senior from Monroe that's going to Michigan. Batting average of 647. And you say, how does a kid hitting 647 not in the top 10? Well, those are some of the numbers that we're seeing. But, you know, recently she was 8 for 8. Uh, she's a run scoring machine. She's already scored 40 runs, 15 doubles. She also has four triples. But she's a kid that uh, I wouldn't be surprised uh, once we, you know, do our reviewing that another kid that's going to find herself back in the in the in the top 10 and yeah the 20 stolen bases too that's that's notable yeah. you know, that girl she is a base taker yeah she's way up on the watch list and again i wouldn't be surprised to see her in the top 10 rachel everett uh continues to to be right there as well another kid that was in the top 10 that we expect to have a shot to to, to move back up to so when we look at the higher end of our watch list rachel everett is definitely there and then another kid that, as I mentioned, you know, Callie Hevelin with the 13 home runs, over 1,500 slugging percentage. She's also scored 43 runs. In 2019, she set the state record at 88. So scoring runs is, is nothing new for Callie at uh, Three Rivers. And she's the kid that's going to be 
uh, going to Alabama this fall. Um, also has 36 RBIs, but she's really been kicking out the numbers and somebody that I think has an excellent chance of uh, making the top 10. And then uh, that, you know, we talked about Elena Schweigman, but Schweigman. Yeah. yeah, I mean, hitting over 700. We'll continue to see if she can uh, put up those numbers. But even though she's a late addition to our watch list, that, that's a kid that's going to get a lot of attention here in the next couple of weeks. Just looking over those ones, uh, Brian, I'd, I don't know. I'm just glancing through here, through our watch list. But those are the ones that stand out to me on the watch list that have a chance to to be in the top ten. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. From all the all the information that we've got so far and what yeah. people have been sending us in. Again, I would encourage everyone out there to be, you know, getting their coaches to submit some numbers to us so that, you know, we can consider even more players. Yeah. The other one that has an outside chance who's having a great year is the pitcher Macy Ireland from Owasso going to Kent State. Owasso in Division Two is ranked fifth. So you know, if someone like Macy can, you know, lead her team into the into the tournament and win a district, win a regional, she certainly has a, an opportunity. But not only is she striking out about two two hitters per inning, she's also hitting 580. So a, another two-way player that um, ha, I think has an outside chance, depending on what she does in the next couple of weeks, uh, to make a run at that top ten. Those are what we're seeing, and as we mentioned, uh, I think that the final list is going to be the kids that uh, that do it in the big game performances. I mean, there's high talent across the board when you're oh talking about all these stats. It's insane to see who's on the watch list and just, well, I mean, the top ten. Well, when it, think about this, Brian. I mean, you got kids like on Alabama and Michigan that aren't on the top ten right now. <laughs> that tells yeah. you what kind of well, numbers kids are putting out. And this is what's really cool about the – the total softball player of the year is that this is about performance in a high school season and it's just one season so you can be a high profile player going to Michigan going to Alabama going to Northwestern but there's other kids that are putting up numbers and that's that's what we're we're looking at and that's what makes this competition uh, so much fun is that um, it can be a freshman, it can be a sophomore, a junior, a senior, and it may not be, you know, the highest profile kid right now. If if I'm looking at it, you you could argue that Avery Wolverton is the front runner just based on what we're seeing, and she's going to Furman, which is a fine D1 school, but she's beating out a lot of Power Five kids right now, um, and that's what's cool about this this contest. Right, and even with Brian, you're getting contacted from D1 coaches just regarding the list for kids that they want to see. So just the legitimacy of this race is very important. So please keep on sending in your submissions. And, and I know you're talking about the class of 2022, Brian. I mean, you're down in Florida right now shooting videos. So for anybody who really needs to get that put together, you can go to collegeboundjocks.com, select the schedule video shoot tab and fill out the form. And something that I just wanted to touch on before we close out the show, the USA High Performance Program, whether you're looking to try out in August or become a coach or evaluator be sure to visit teamusa.org and look for the high performance program to register and we're talking about kids in the midwest this is just the goal to provide players equal opportunities to get noticed absolutely (laughs) yes absolutely yes and gentlemen thank you for your time excited to get back to it next week looking forward to it jenna thanks jenna